Hey, this is Rob Harder with Making Your World Better, a nonprofit leadership show where real stories from real people who are coming up with real solutions to solve society's biggest challenges. What does it take to be an effective nonprofit leader today? How do people fundraise in an economy that is constantly in flux? How do you relate to board members in a way that inspires them to make a difference? What are the best practices that separate effective nonprofits from others? It is my hope that through these episodes, people can learn not only what it takes to be an effective nonprofit organization, but to hear real stories from real leaders who are successfully making a positive impact in their communities. We hope you enjoy this series as together we hear how they're making their world better. Welcome to the Nonprofit Leadership Podcast, Making Your World Better. This is Rob Harder, your host, and we're talking today about Giving Tuesday. I wonder, as a leader, I wonder if you utilize Giving Tuesday, or maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I have no idea what Giving Tuesday is. Well, Giving Tuesday, in a really quick summary, it's, it, you know, you have Black Friday, uh, right after Thanksgiving. Then you have Cyber Monday for all the online sales. Well, about six years ago, there's a group of people say, hey, let's get back to the importance of giving back, not just consumerism, but how can we give back? And that's where Giving Tuesday kicked in and it's become, for some nonprofits, a really big Giving Day event. And so here's my question to all of you. In fact, I'd love to get some feedback from you. You can give us feedback through email, through our Facebook page. Um, let us know what you think. Like, have you used giving events effectively? If so, how? How have you maximized events like Giving Tuesday uh, to your benefit for your organization? Uh, what I'm going to do today in the, the uh, program is we've are actually got an interview with Deborah Vizi. She's the president and CEO of the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. And she's uh, really trying to maximize Giving Tuesday. And she talks all about our organization and and what they do and how they serve people that are hungry. Um, so I think you'll really be intrigued by what she says. She's been in the nonprofit world for a long time, and she's using more and more of these giving type days like Giving Tuesday and pushing people to give online uh, because it's just easier to do that. And in the meantime, I think you're going to really enjoy hearing Deb's story and what she does there at the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. Enjoy today's show. Uh, Deborah, it's great to have you on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You bet. Well, uh, talk a little bit about yourself and tell us about the Food Bank of New Jersey. I've been in the nonprofit space for over 30 years, and I am privileged to be the head uh, and leader of the Community Food Bank of New Jersey, which is the largest anti-hunger, anti-poverty organization in the state. Uh, we are a organization who was proud to say that we deliver 45 million pounds of food uh, to the hungry residents of New Jersey, 1.1 million, and about 340,000 of that number are children. Uh, so we spend all of our time very focused on eradicating hunger and leading the charge to make folks around New Jersey and also the country aware that hunger exists not only in the state of New Jersey and in every county of this state, but also around around the country as well. Well, that's fantastic. And uh, you're serving a lot of people that are in need and doing good work. So today I wanted to kind of focus in on the Giving Tuesday. Obviously, it's coming up very soon. And uh, talk about that. You know, you've had a lot of history. You've been in nonprofit leadership for a long time, sounds like. How have you maximized? Now, I know Giving Tuesday is somewhat new, but over the last few years, how have you maximized Giving Tuesday to reach more people and to serve more people through your organization? 
Well, I think the main catalyst for both the Community Food Bank of New Jersey and other nonprofits to really uh, focus on is that we cannot do this alone. Uh, I alone cannot feed the millions of people that are hungry in this state, and I need the help of my community. Hunger exists in every county in our state, which is a very surprising and startling fact for many people. And while the country is really focused on abundance during the holiday time, it is generally a time to reflect on people's gratitude and what they feel happy about in their own lives, and as a result, they give. The interesting thing about Giving Tuesday is that these particular campaigns really carry us through the year, because we all know that hunger doesn't just exist on Thanksgiving or during the December holidays. It exists all year long, every day, and it's important for us to draw attention. So Giving Tuesday is really a marker, if you would. For us to remind everyone not only that folks are hungry, but the real tangibility around what a gift will do and what it will mean and give to a child. When a child and a family has a turkey dinner on their table that they've not even envisioned the possibility of having, that we as the food bank can provide, or they can go to a feeding site in the state that we help to provide food to and have a meal, that is an enormous uh, gift, and it, it means so much. So Giving Tuesday really draws attention to how can you give, how does your dollar make a difference, because at the Community Food Bank of New Jersey, every dollar that you provide, we have the purchasing power to acquire $10 worth of food. So that is a profound difference than just what one person can do. We can do so much more together. So it's a way of really pulling folks together to consider what giving does. And that one capable, one capable adult can change the life of a child. One capable adult can change the life of a family. Not only on Thanksgiving, not only in December, but all year long. I love that. And, you know, it's interesting with Giving Tuesday, you know, coming on just for the last few years, it, it certainly has gained a lot of attention on social media, for example. It is during that time where you have Black Friday and then you have Cyber Monday and now Giving Tuesday. Um, so talking about Giving Tuesday as a uh, giving event, if you will, talk about over, again, the last 30 years, um, is this a better way to start, you know, getting more people um paying attention to what you do with your nonprofit organization by having giving events, not just Giving Tuesday, but other giving events that happen throughout the year. Is that a more effective way in your mind because of all the attention we get from social media? Or do you think there's other ways uh, to fundraise that, that Giving Tuesday is nice, but it's just a bonus to the real bread and butter of what you do with fundraising? Well, I think, I think, I think it's certainly a very important vehicle. Uh, it's, it's a way of reminding people in a busy world and the busy world that we live in, it's often a reminder to folks that have good nature and want to do something. It reminds them, oh, this would be a good time to do it. I think it's just a small piece of a larger story around philanthropy. And, I, you know, there are tons of good things to get to. And, the, you know, the thing I really always like to draw attention to is, um, you know, how can we create an experience for you as 
somebody who's giving to a charity and make sure that you, number one, understand how well your dollar gets traveled in terms of what that charity does for you and also what how good of a steward are they. And there are lots of things that help you decide that. What I like to really draw attention to in terms of the Community Food Bank of New Jersey is not only, the, you know, the Giving Tuesday pieces or any philanthropic vehicles that give heightened awareness to giving is, you know, what is it really doing? I mean, because, you know, you can feel good about giving to lots of, lots of uh, organizations, but none of us on this planet, not one person can live without food. Not one person on this planet can live without water. So these are essential uh, to living. And the fact that we live in a country that is so wealthy and so capable, it's, 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 it's a tragedy that we do have a country that we cannot feed our folks in a way that makes sense. And, you know, the interesting thing about the Community Food Bank of New Jersey is that 50% of the people we're serving are working today, which is a very big difference uh, from its inception 42 years ago when the working poor were not a larger number that we're seeing today. So I do think there are that social media and certainly all of these campaigns play a very important role in um, philanthropy. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think that we have to always do more to remind folks um, about our core mission. And I'm really glad you mentioned that because, you know, the organization I lead, the Christian Center of Park City, we have two food pantries. We work very closely with the Utah Food Bank. And you said something very interesting because we have the same experience here. Uh, that is the majority of people that receive food from us are working. Uh, it's not that they're not working at all and just lazy as some people may have a perception of. No, they're working very hard. In fact, we have people that work one, two, sometimes three jobs, but the often their wages are lower. They, they're on the lower end of the, the wage scale. And so they have to work several hours and several jobs just to make ends meet. And so having food uh, assistance is critical for the rest of their family and the rest of the needs they have financially. Talk about that. You, you've been around for a long time. You've seen changes. Do you think this is a, a pretty significant trend change where you've seen people that even working class families are not making enough where they still need help with food? Is that what you're seeing? I certainly do see that. That's certainly a portion of our population. But it's interesting, you know, we, we have seen people who have what many may consider a decent wage and are still seeing pantries and food banks uh, throughout the country, particularly in New Jersey as well. And, you know, interesting sort of backstory, you know, had somebody with a, what, what would be considered a relatively decent wage, not minimum wage, but had a catastrophically ill child and whose insurance didn't cover some core medications, couldn't get help. Um, so, it, you know, everybody's circumstances are different. You know, sometimes we see people come to pantries on a temporary basis, and then we see them come for the long haul. In New Jersey, we're seeing a rise of college students, um, people who are on their own, uh, emancipated for a variety of reasons, and are, aren't able to eat. So the rise in teenage and college hunger is increasing. The shift in the what's considered the working poor now uh, is very different, and people are making very critical choices. Should I heat my home or eat? Should I feed my pets and not feed my kids or feed my kids and not feed my pets? I mean, there's such a variety, and it's very individual, and there's not a one 
uh, there's not a one descriptor that really describes all of the people that we serve, but we do see certain peaks and spikes in certain populations that certainly make us pause and say, what's really happening that's making these circumstances uh, necessary for this family or for this individual? And I certainly do think that economics play a role, um, uh, you know, disproportionate areas in the state that um, may be experiencing uh, access points that aren't necessarily specific to urban centers, getting to a place, uh, price gouging in, like, urban stores, bodega-type stores that, you know, people are paying twice the amount of money. I think the other major piece to bring to light is food allergies and um, specific diets that are related to health are very expensive. And people who have food allergies or specific health needs, diabetes, cardiovascular disease diseases, or that may have to follow certain diets, can't afford them, particularly the elderly um, or the poor. So there's a whole host of circumstances that are creating the current situation that we're in, and it doesn't make it any different for an affluent county or a disadvantaged county. We still see hunger in pockets of the state that are considered affluent. Um, so, you know, I always like to impress upon people there is hunger in every single county in New Jersey, every single one. We have relationships with churches and synagogues and pantries all over the state. And so that's the big leap for everyone to understand, that hunger doesn't look the way perhaps we thought it did. It's not a body type. It's not a uh, category of income. Uh, it's not a necessarily um, a racially motivated uh, demographic that is more hungry than the other. But, but we do know that certain minorities are disproportionately more hungry than others, Latinos being one. So there's a lot of information that makes the whole picture. Well, I really appreciate that description because I resonate with everything you've shared in terms of what we've experienced here in Utah, uh, in terms of the type of people that come, their needs. You're right. For example, there some people are, have an unexpected medical bill, and that throws them to a financial, you know, downturn, and they really desperately need help, or they're one car repair away that they weren't planning on, and all of a sudden now their finances are upside down, or or they're one pink slip away, right? They lose their job or one of their jobs, and now they don't have quite the same income. So you're absolutely right, and um, so I appreciate. What you do. Um, so back to the Giving Tuesday, obviously you're serving a lot of people. You have a lot of needs across the state. And it was interesting you said that every county has people that are hungry. And so you're reaching people that really are in need across your state. So if people are listening to this podcast, how best can they come and support you during Giving Tuesday? Well, the best thing to do is to either get on our website or come and visit us at the food bank and provide what you feel you can afford to provide a meal to a family. I think it's real important that we really push folks to provide a monetary donation that's comfortable for them, but most importantly, anything that you give is going to go into someone's mouth who needs it. You know, the Food Bank of New Jersey is a very small percentage of nonprofits who have had the highest charity navigator rating for many, many, many years. So, you know, I think that's an important distinction that, you know, we have a history of being 
uh, responsible stewards. I think we have a, a duty to do what you ask us to do, which is to feed folks who need it. And so it's a really great opportunity to give us some meals that will absolutely provide the necessary sustenance for a family. So the way that you give, whether it's volunteerism, whether it's $5 or $10, whether you come and visit and give us food that we then repurpose for a pantry or other feeding center, all of those things help us and they help the hungry, and we're so appreciative, and we hope we see all of you on Giving Tuesday. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much again, Deborah. And where can they go? What's the website? And then where can they contact you for your organization if they wanted to know more information about what you do? Well, they can go to they can do both at both places, which is www.csbnj.org, which stands for the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. So www.csbnj.org. And when they hit our landing page, there's a big donate button. They can provide virtual turkeys. They can become sustainers that help us all year long because not only during the holiday season, but the next real vulnerable time is the summer for us. Uh, when most people are on vacation, we have to deal with the fact that kids are out of school and they really need our help. So if folks can give over a year's period of time, that always is very appreciative. So it's important to give, and it's it's very important to act. Sounds good. Well, Deborah, again, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to let us know about all the good work you're doing. Thanks for making a difference in your world there. Oh, thank you so much. It was a real pleasure to be on the phone with you today. You bet. Good luck on Giving Tuesday. Well, it's been so fun to talk to Deborah Vizi, the president and CEO of the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. And, you know, as I listen to her talk, uh, I, I resonate with a lot of what she says. You know, uh, the two food pantries that we serve here at the Christian Center of Park City, we have very similar situations where the clients that come through our doors have very similar situations that she described on this podcast. And so as you think about Giving Tuesday and as you think about your in giving, I certainly encourage you to think about the Christian Center and all that we're doing to serve people. In fact, I'm always amazed that people are surprised to hear hear that there's hungry people in Park City. But every day, every month, every year, we have thousands of people that come through our doors that are hungry. And uh, we'd love your support. And then, of course, we're a wonderful partner with Utah Food Bank. They do great work across the state. Uh, we're their partner for someone in Wasatch County, and we love working with the Utah Food Bank. Their organization set up very similarly to the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. So if you are a Utah listener, uh, we encourage you to check out Utah Food Bank's website, utahfoodbank.org. And they do wonderful work, and consider them as you think about support supporting uh, local organizations that serve people in need. I wanted to let you know that we are on iTunes. If you are wondering how to find out where we are, check us out on iTunes by typing Nonprofit Leadership Podcast or Rob Harder, and this podcast should show up. We also encourage you, when you go on iTunes, let us know what you think. Give us a review. Give us a rating. We would love to hear what you think of this podcast, and your feedback will help us expand this podcast to get it out to as many people as we can. You can also go online to listen to this podcast, either nonprofitleadershippodcast.org or my website, robharder.com. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep making your world better.